Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to A View from the Crumbie, the Leicester Mercury's podcast on all the on all things Leicester Tigers. I'm Paul Jones. And I'm Martin Croson. After a frantic spell which has seen the Anglo-Welsh Cup won, Matt O'Connor announced as a new head coach and Aaron Major departs after a dramatic derby win at Northampton Saints. The Tigers players are having a bit of a breather this week and they probably need it. After the nurse-shredding finale at Franklin's Gardens, Martin, you're a veteran of numerous East Midlands derbies. How, how did you see that game unfolding? Um, as usual, Paul, it was an absolutely incredible East Midlands derby. And I, th- I think the thing that um, is so endearing about those games is that no one ever knows what's going to happen in them right up to the last few minutes. And whatever form, and it's a bit of a cliche, but whatever form either side are in in the league, when you get to that stage where the two sides meet each other, there's, uh, there's so many... Um, uh, possible outcomes and the weekend was no different was it um, fantastic start for the Saints getting on the board within within a minute um, after Toulouse Vionni's mistake at the back and then the game went uh, back and forth throughout with some fantastic rugby lots of mistakes but the requisite amount of um, passion and commitment from both sides it was absolutely fantastic to watch and it's always a fantastic atmosphere whether it's at uh, Welford Road or Franklin's Gardens as well um, and cometh the hour cometh the man Owen Williams is uh, stood up and made countless huge kicks in his time uh, with Leicester Tigers not only huge in terms of the amount of pressure that's on his shoulders but huge usually in terms of the amount of distance between the ball and the post as well and the weekend was no different with uh, two kicks in the last five minutes to see Tigers home and even then when when they (laughs) seemingly got far enough ahead to have won the game they go and concede a penalty with time expired and uh, Saints get the ball on a pressing into Leicester's 22. It's just as frantic and fabulous and as nerve-shredding, as nerve-tangling as any game you could ever imagine and, and it happens every single time the two sides play each other. Yeah, I mean, that's the third um, East Midlands derby that I've covered this season and they just seem to get more and more tense. So you think that you get used to the occasion, but it's not the case at all. I suppose it was slightly different. Uh, this one was at uh, Franklin's Gardens rather than at Welford Road, but the atmosphere was uh, every bit as intense um, the play was intense, as you say, lots of mistakes, but quite often that's what helps to add up to uh, 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 an exciting game, and uh, that was exactly the case at, um, at Franklin's Gardens on, on Saturday. Do you feel that? Do you feel the side has come on, Paul? From uh, I think a couple of people mentioned on fans forums. I think Aaron Major might have said the same thing that it was a game they might not have won four or six weeks ago. Is that showing the difference in the, the way the side's playing at the moment? I think there is a good deal of self-belief that has come into the side and I think that goes back to the um, Anglo-Welsh semi-final against uh, Saracens. Not just the fact that they uh, they won at Lions Park but just that they held Saracens out over a very, very uh, torrid last 10 minutes. That carried forward to the Exeter game uh, in the Anglo-Welsh Cup final where again they uh, held Exeter out um, for 39 phases before they scored and, and while Exeter did, Exeter did score Tigers had done enough to, to run the clock down and make sure that they did lift the cup uh, I think that carried forward to uh, again to Franklin's Gardens where 
they got off to a dreadful start uh, and we've seen in the past that uh, dreadful starts have led to dreadful finishes at, uh, at Glasgow and Racing and places like that but this time they had the character there to, uh, to come back, uh, keep the cool uh, and in the end just get over the line and in derby games, in any game, that's all you need, just get over the line. So with that in mind and maybe a new confidence flowing through the camp as we head towards the running, um, no game this weekend but then Bath uh, coming up at Twickenham, um, what are your thoughts on that and, and where do you see both sides standing there? Well they don't get any easier do they? Um, I, I've said all along that I'm very surprised that, that Bath have switched the game from the wreck to uh, to Twickenham, obviously uh, the financial incentive is there for them with 50,000 plus getting in as opposed to something like 15,000 at the wreck. But seeding home advantage in a game as important as this um, could be vital and I'm sure Tigers won't be disturbed at all about the thought of going to, to, to Twickenham. Uh, on, on the back of that, they're coming off a, a run of, of very good wins. Uh, on the other hand, Bath have lost very heavily at Allianz Park, so it remains to be seen what, uh, what effect that has on their, on their confidence. But Tigers will, will go there. Uh, not thinking that they can win, but probably expecting to to win, such as the the form that they've hit. Yeah, totally agree. Actually, in, in years gone by, the, the trip down to the wreck has always been um, one that's been pondered with uh, not a huge amount of confidence because Leicester have taken some absolute hammerings there in the last few years. But like you say, the change of venue and uh, definite change in fortunes in both sides, with Leicester seemingly hitting their some of their best form of the season, and um, Bath may be going the other way uh, and on neutral ground. It gives Leicester a really good chance and uh, make no mistake about it, this is probably the season on the line this game at Twickenham with fourth place up for grabs for both sides. If Leicester can win this, their running really is reasonably favourable, as favourable as you can get in the Premiership. So if Leicester do, do come away from Twickenham with a victory, you know, like me, would you expect them to go on and finish, finish the job and finish fourth? I think if they do win it uh, uh, at Twickenham, uh, it would be very disappointing for them not to make the playoffs. If you look at the sides behind them, um, Saints and Harlequins have both got very, very difficult run-ins. Um, both obviously winners on their day, but when you look at the sides that they have to play, I think they've, they've both got to play the top three sides uh, at the moment and they have to meet each other on the final day. Um, if Tigers can get their noses ahead of Bath, then uh, I would expect them to, uh, to finish up in the, in the top four places. I can't see them getting beyond third. Um, it would need uh, Saracens, Exeter or Wasps to completely uh, fall apart over the running and I don't see that happening with any, either of those sides at the moment. And new head coach Matt O'Connor may be in situ sooner rather than later. Rooms that he'll be starting are on August the first. Sorry, April the first. Um, is there enough time for Matt to impart his game plan on the current squad, Paul, or do you see there being very few changes to the way they go about their business in the last few weeks of the season? I think at this stage of the season, on a winning run, um, it's a case of tweaking and tweaking as little as possible. Matt coming in and making his presence felt, obviously, as the as the head coach. Uh, and giving the players a taste of what he's going to expect from them uh, over the end of the season and, and into next season. But really, when you've just won a trophy and you've just won an East Midlands derby, you don't really need to change a, an awful lot. Um, and I don't see that happening. Uh, the coaches that have, have taken the side to the, the Anglo-Welsh Cup, headed by Jordan Murphy, Richard Blaze, uh, Brett Deacon and, and Ant Allen, uh, Richard Blaze have, have all done a fantastic job uh, and I see their influence coming through over the uh, the last the last four games of the season and hopefully into the playoffs. 
Uh, no game for Leicester this weekend as we, as we head towards the uh, Champions Cup quarterfinals, but plenty of action off the pitch this week with um, four new deals uh, secured for players that are already there. How important are those new signings? Well, you look at one or two of them uh, and you think they're very very important. Um, Matt Tate and uh, Mickey Rizzo, obviously the experienced hands and you want to keep a, an experienced uh, core to your squad wherever possible. But probably more important are the likes of Harry Wells and uh, Harry Thacker signing new deals. Um, it shows that the club feel that they are important uh, pieces of the jigsaw going forward but it also shows that the guys feel that they have got a place at Leicester I know they've both come through the academy and uh, will feel very much at home at Welford Road but it also shows that they feel they can get into the first team and make a contribution rather than having to look elsewhere to play the first team rugby and there's certainly the signing of Harry Thacker extremely popular amongst the fan base um, Harry's a very popular lad obviously as you say coming up through the academy uh, be very very interesting to now to see over the next 12 months about where he plays his rugby in that new squad um, whether that be at Hooker where he's spent most of his time so far or whether it be at open side where certainly I'd like to see him get a run of uh, a games after a, uh, a fantastic performance in that Anglo-Welsh um, Cup final playing in that position. Well, I don't think you can argue with that, uh, that performance in the Anglo-Welsh Cup. Um, as Richard Cockrell used to say about, about Tom Youngs, he batters himself to a standstill. Um, that was exactly the case with Harry at, uh, at open side, I think. The official count was 26 tackles in that game. Um, it might have been more, but he just seemed to be everywhere on the day. Uh, and I wasn't surprised that he didn't feature against Northampton Saints last week, given the uh, the efforts he'd put in just six days earlier. So yes, it is going to be interesting to see where, where Harry features, but it's just nice for him to be uh, part of the setup at at, uh, at Welford Road rather than being elsewhere. He's a player that I think uh, most people would rather have in their team than be lining up against. There we go, there you have it. Um, never a dull moment down at Welford Road and um, we'll be back um, next week with uh, the latest views from the Crumbie as we get closer and closer to that huge clash Twickenham between Leicester and Bath. So until then, uh, all the best from me, Martin. And for me, Paul Jones.